Um, welcome back and welcome just in general in uh, our new year, because this is our first episode in 2022. So happy new year, everybody. And uh, yeah, we've passed new year nearly a month ago, but uh, Lunar New Year is coming up in a few days. It's February 2nd. So um, this is going to be another seasonal episode because those seem to interest a lot of our listeners. So today we are going to talk about um, New Year traditions and what we expect of the New Year. And then later we will get back to our schedule as usual. So yeah. I'm Anna from Hungary. I'm Gabriela from Lithuania. I'm Shruti from India. I'm Igor from Poland. And I'm Lily from Hong Kong. Um, and I would like to ask Lily if you could tell us more about um, Lunar New Year and the traditions and yeah, everything around it, basically, that you have in mind. For me, it depends because when it comes to New Year and personally, I believe that when it comes to any festival, the only tradition that's really there is the tradition that a family creates for themselves. So even if culturally it may be the norm to maybe watch fireworks or to cut cake or to have countdowns, personally, our family doesn't really get into that. But I do know a lot of families who do. So um, right now I'm not in India. I'm in I'm in another country. And what's done over here is that we usually cut a cake in in the night and we go to parties. And once the countdown gets over, we just celebrate the whole day on on January first itself. So it's 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 really fun to do it amongst friends and sometimes family gets involved too and. And that becomes that that becomes really fun. It's not a tradition per se, because every single year we don't do exactly this. But it's what happened with me last year. I guess I can say it as last year now. So it was it was really good. So we have some um, local customs and traditions that um, many people still do to this day in Hungary. So, for example, one of them is eating um, something small, like um, you can eat chickpeas or. Um, peas because those are really small so they represent money in a way and yeah if you eat a lot of them then you will be rich in the next year and another one is something I don't follow but many people eat pork because um, the way the pork um, or like um, yeah the animal goes in the mud it's forward so they bring the money forward in a way and you can't eat fish because that swims your money away so there are stuff like that but uh, otherwise these are mostly about food and what you can and cannot eat for a happy and wealthy new year and there is this huge concert from Vienna it's in television every year and so my mom watches it every year um, on the 1st of January and I tend to watch it with her. I wouldn't say we have like major uh, traditions on New Year's Eve in Lithuania. Uh, the most of them happen in the Christmas Eve. Um, however, my mom constantly checks uh, 
what kind of color uh, you have to wear on the New Year's Eve. And she always tells me to wear that colors uh, in, in order to be successful and happy next year. Um, personally, I've had very different celebrations all over the years. Um, like some years, uh, we would go to a classical concert with my family on New Year's Eve. Sometimes I would uh, just celebrate at home with my uh, family. Um, now, mostly I celebrate with my friends, we throw a party. Um, but the concert you mentioned that happens in Vienna is also a tradition in our family. So the next day, all of us, uh, all, all our family gather together in the living room and watch the concert. Uh, yeah, that's like a family tradition. I really can't think of any family traditions because on New Year's Eve, I'll just stay on my bed and wait till 12 and and just say have a happy new year to my friends through text. But we have fireworks and there will be a lot of people going to bars and clubs and they will count down there. But there's too much people there. So I don't want to go to crowded places. I'd rather stay at home on my bed. But I do know a lot of people who go to watch the fireworks. Well, I also don't have anything uh, interesting to say, I think, because uh, we don't really have New Year's traditions in my family. Um, I guess celebrating New Year's is just meeting up with your friends or your close ones and uh, all spending the night together, uh, partying or just sitting together and waiting for the countdown and yeah, when I was younger, I usually spent a year together with my family, but now I'm doing it more with my friends, most usually, and we just we just have fun and you know nothing, no like uh, old customs uh, that are well known uh, in several families. We just uh, well, do we do what we have, what we want to do on that day. Sorry, so I wanted to ask Lily specifically what uh, lunar, new lunar New Year is like, or like Chinese New Year, because I don't have much knowledge of it, but I know that it's a different time than um, the Gregorian New Year. Chinese New Year is uh, usually in late January or February. But uh, it's very different from the like first of January New Year. People will wear red and go to their relatives' house and eat a lot of Chinese New Year foods. And uh, people from the older generation, like our aunts and grandma, will give us red packets, which there's cash in it, and that's the best part of it. Um, we will buy a lot of different flowers too, and we will go to some markets, but uh, they're closed right now because of COVID. Uh, but yeah, it's a very big celebration and people usually wear red color clothes and we say New Year blessings to each other. Um, yeah. Every year is a different animal, right? So which animal is 2022? 
to. It's the tiger this year, but you know what? Like there are so many tiger, uh, tiger, for example, pictures or cartoon characters on red packets or the shops or decorations. And they always look like cats to me. They never look like a tiger. It's always like a cartoon cat, like Garfield or something. And are there like special food that you only eat on this day or like dishes that are for different celebrations? There's radish cake and uh, some fried foods, it's like fried dumplings. And uh, we'll buy a lot of candies and put it in the red box at home. And when guests come, you give the candies to them. Uh, and there are also many different foods like seafood. There's many seafoods, for example, shrimps, uh, fish, uh, abalone, oyster, and they put it in a large plate. But I don't really like those. I think only older people like those. Okay, so now that we are down with um, New Year traditions, Many people uh, decide to change their life for the better um, on New Year, or like they make different um, resolutions for the next year. So do you have any, or do you at all recognize New Year as a way of bettering yourselves? When I was younger, I used to be very passionate about New Year resolutions. I would be like, yes, this year I'm going to change my life. It's going to be different and I would actually do quite good I would start I don't know working out eating healthier being a better person etc but um, the past few years uh, were really rough to me so my only resolution is basically to survive and I don't know generally to be a good person and be kind to others and to myself but that's it. Honestly, same. There was a moment in my life where I used to have New Year's resolutions, but it's gotten to the point where I began thinking, why have a resolution only on January 1st when every single day can be like a resolution for you? You don't have to designate a day to want to be better or to try to be better because that's something you'll have to be every single day. You don't have to designate or give a day or a position for you to suddenly give new goals just because that's how we've placed it on the calendar. When I thought about it like that, I realized that I was putting too much of pressure on myself and I gave so many resolutions to myself on Jan 1st that I didn't even space them out. So it got too pressurizing for me to follow. So these days, I don't even come up with any resolutions on Jan 1st. I just take it one day at a time. And if one day at a time is too hard, I just take it like a few hours at a time because honestly, at this point, I think that's all any of us can do. Oh my goodness, Ruti, I wanted to say the same. <laughs> I literally wanted to say that I don't do resolutions on January the 1st because most people just wait for New Year's to make a resolution and they say like, oh, you know, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to go, I'm going to be a better person, I'm going to work out, work out and stuff like that. And they usually just, well, for the first week of the year, they maybe try, but they then they just forget about it and they act like they used to. 
So I think if you want to change something about you, well, why not do it now? You can pick literally any day in the year and start being a better person. You don't need a special occasion to give yourself an excuse to feel better that you think, oh, I'm going to be a better person. And then you actually don't really become that better person. Yeah, I mean, I do see I do see the relevance in it being on January 1st because I guess many people see it as a new beginning, a new year to be someone new. And I mean, in that context, in the in the system we've created, that's a beautiful way to look at it. But change doesn't have to rely at the same time on a clock. It can rely on you at any given moment. So I feel like I've just stopped relying on time to help me figure things out. I think that makes a lot of sense. And for me, the problem is really with the pacing of the times because January 1st, it's usually midterms or at the end of my first semester in school or something like that. So it's, of course, we have a week off, but other than that, it's not really a beginning. You just have to write a different date in your notebooks or something like that. So for me, it's more like, if I want to make a resolution really much, it's either my birthday because then it's a new year for me or it's a new school year because I'm like, okay, this year I want to take this and this subject and I want to, let's say, improve my GPA and stuff like that. But January 1st is just not that convenient time for me, but I understand that for like big working adults, it's something new and something to look forward maybe. Me too. I think that 1st of January is just like just another day to me. And I didn't write down or think of any New Year's resolution. I think that my New Year resolutions would be completing the ones I haven't completed last year because they're always the same because I can't always complete them. Well, if I honestly say that I never took any of the day as a if I have resolution or did any something like promised me something like that. It's like one moment I'm the blaziest panda and another moment I'm the like very active person and doing something very creative. Last year I had a small note with some of my goals for the year and uh, I kind of managed to complete them but because one of them was to get accepted to university and I was on a clear pathway toward that and stuff like this but it still felt good to have all those written down. But I noticed that all of those were like for the first half of the year because those were the end of my senior year in high school. So I really couldn't see more into the future than that because I was like, okay, this is my senior year and I have to finish it. And then I didn't know what the future was like, so I didn't make any plans or resolutions for that. But yeah, Jan 1st is always a time for me to decide to read more. And I sometimes read more and sometimes I don't. So yeah, I don't really go into bigger resolutions because as some of you already mentioned, it's just some huge words and some big expectations for myself and a lot of stress. And I'm not ready for that. Apart from setting goals or not setting goals, do you or like any of you, look back at your past year and um, just think through what you had in that year or like highlights and good moments or like the lowest points and what you've achieved or not? 
I think um so last year I was 17 right now I'm 18 um last year 17 to me was like this period of transition because I'm one year after 16 and one year before 18 and you think about I had to ask myself so many questions I had to ask myself what kind of person I want to be I had to ask myself like like in this in this broad expanse of this world where there are so many people what do you want to give what do you want to receive what do you want to be to other people and what do you want other people to be to you i asked so many questions and at 18 i felt i don't know i i, I gave myself a goal i thought that at the age of 18 the moment i turn 18 i'll have figured it like you know i would have figured it all out but then honestly i haven't i thought i would ask myself i thought after asking these questions i would get like clear answers and i didn't get a single answer at all actually to be honest i got way more questions this whole i thought that at 18 i would have a life goal i would know what i want to do i would want to know how i'm going to help people but i guess the point of living is that your you know that if you're going to ask yourself these questions you're never going to get the answer and the way i think about it right now is that me living is the answer um no matter how many questions i ask myself me living right now is the best answer that i can give and the best shot i have of answering those questions that i had at 17 and now after turning 18 i genuinely feel like every single year is a transition that's it's it's not a destination and it's not a beginning i've just been transitioning into something every single year and i don't know what i'm becoming i just know that i'm becoming so i think that's what last year has been like for me it's been a period of i think it's been the beginning of a transition and right now at 18 i'm just i'm just continuing it i've not completed it though i don't think i will complete it for like a really long time reflecting on last years is definitely one of my favorite things to do ever since i was around 13 i would uh like write the resume of my year in my diary uh like on the last year of uh, december or some something around that time um i do this to remember both good and bad days because i want to remember the great memories in order to like remind myself that uh life is good sometimes <laughs> but i also want to uh write down the bad memories as well so that i um would remind myself how strong i am and how much i've grown yeah so that's really important to me and uh it's like a mandatory thing to me every year yeah it honestly sounds like a beautiful tradition and like something i want to do myself now um i don't know uh <laughs> i'm really proud of you because it feels like you explore a lot and yeah you have some really deep thoughts so Yeah, that's that's just amazing. I only started reflecting on my past years, I think two years ago, and then I had like a few pages through, like, okay, where the cities I visited or like the memories I've made and what I liked about here, stuff like that, just to have them in one place so I can later go back and read those, and then. This year I was like okay I have to do it because last year it felt so good and when I looked back I realized that I achieved so much more and I've grown more than I thought or as I remembered so 
yeah, these years really have been transitioning for me as well because I don't know, before 16, I didn't feel like I found myself at all. So I was just there in high school, living my life and didn't do much outside of school and those responsibilities and tasks. And then in the past few years, I, I've been finding myself and finding some interests. So yeah, it's, it's an amazing tradition and yeah, a good way of getting to know myself year by year. I do exactly the same. I'm like a big, big fan of the lists. So uh, my phone and my notebooks are filled with different lists, like um, what books did I read in a year? Uh, what were my favorite songs? Uh, what films did I watch? Um, how many crushes I had? Like anything, I could make a list of anything. Uh, but when I reflect uh, on my year in my diary, it's like I dig deeper and I write down like the most vulnerable moments and I just have a really nice talk with myself, uh, which I think uh, helped me to become my own best friend uh, like throughout the years. And it's really great to see how much I've grown. And despite um, some cringy moments and some cringy phrases I've written in my diary when I was 13, 14, I'm glad to see that like the core values were the same and that I was doing the best that I could at the time, like for what I know. Um, yeah. That's just so amazing. Um, I don't really write a diary. I started it a few times, but then I read it back and it was so cringe. So I stopped doing that. But yeah, these times of the year when I just reflect back on my past year, these are the well, I think the deepest moments I have with myself and like reflecting because other than that, yeah, of course it would be nice to do, do those like weekly or I don't know, daily and write down some things, but yeah, at least once a year I reflect on myself. Now that I've heard uh, everything that you've said, I've actually remembered one thing, one well, kind of reflection that I've done myself which is um, something like, I guess you could call it a, a group chat with myself. I mean, I uh, opened my um, I opened my notes on my phone and every time I, I don't know, I felt lonely or, or I just uh, were bored or I was lying in bed in the evening and I couldn't fall asleep, I just opened the notebook, I uh, I wrote down the current date and I uh, wrote like a few a few sentences about myself like what are my current interests what ha what has happened lately what I've achieved how have I been doing and then every time I went to that note to like make another uh, entry I guess uh, I could read all the messages that past me have been to have been posting there like all of my previous, entries and it was really nice to see how well how I was in some ways I was still the same and in some ways I've changed so much and how much time has passed how much I I've done I've achieved I've lived lived through and sadly um it was on my old phone and I've lost that note so I can't read them anymore but I think 
I guess I probably should start a new one. I kind of actually been missing that. That sounds really wonderful. Yeah. And it reminded me of a thing that I have been doing for years. Uh, there is a website called Future Me. And basically, it allows you to write a person to your future self. Um, so I really enjoy just like um, writing down whatever I feel, whatever I wish, uh, anything that happens in my life and um, to send it to the future, being it after two months or being after a year. But it's also a really great way to like talk with yourself and see your development. By the way, any of you do that do's and don'ts suffer like that what you have, don't have to do and what you have to do? Like, I used to make it all the time. And uh, I like, uh, I also write something on diary, like uh, anything special happened to me. Every time there's something first uh, is uh, in my love life or career life or anything, I just write it on the book that this, on this date, this happened to me. Or this, someone said this and someone told me a good advice something like this and do's and don'ts are always the biggest part of it i don't know why thank you for sharing all of these things um yeah it was really nice let's inspire everybody to reflect on their year and um don't see the new year as a set of course but as a way to grow and explore yourself with love gen z